Radio Reverb. I probed into its mysteries. Every clue told me a different story. Radio Reverb. Hello and welcome to In-House the Podcast, reimagined and reformatted for Radio Reverb. My name's Will Hood and Happy New Year to you. If you're listening to this at the end of January, then probably it feels like a distant memory already. And if it has just happened, then perhaps you're still recovering from Christmas. Hopefully you had more fun than trauma. Either way, welcome to 2022. The future beckons for all of us. If you're new to this show, if you've not heard us before, then it's probably worth signposting that this show is essentially a collection of interviews and music with artists on the in-house records label. These conversations were all recorded remotely over the phone at the height of the pandemic lockdown, so sometime between March 2020 and the summer of 2021. And as you're about to hear, in-house records is the world's first prison-run record label which means that all of the artists you'll be hearing from have spent some time in prison and would typically have gotten involved with the record label whilst serving time. You should also know that whilst everybody I interviewed had been released from prison, that originally these interviews were part of an audio CD that the label was delivering to seven prisons across the southeast of England as a way to respond to the COVID situation. So if at points I'm referencing or seem to be talking about a prison audience, then that is what I'm talking about. You can find this podcast out in the wild, as it were, on all of the usual streaming platforms. But over the next hour, you'll be listening to an amalgamation of three podcast episodes, all of which are with artists talking about the role creativity played in helping them survive prison and transform their lives. If you want to find out more about in-house records, then you should go to inhouserecords.org. But for now, the label wants all listeners to know that they recognise the severity of criminal acts and their far-reaching societal implications. Our aim is not to excuse, but to better understand the environments and challenges faced by those who find themselves in Her Majesty's prisons through conversation and engaging dialogue. In-House Records is a community interest company working collaboratively with HMPPS to bring about the space for positive change to take place. So coming up this month, we have interviews and music from Craig Dryden, TJ and Harry, three very different artists with different stories to tell. And then we're going to finish off the show with a track by Keith Shellement, who is the artist name of Dave Rapley, an interviewee we had a couple of months ago. And possibly, if we still have time, we're also going to play a track by Sea Roots, an artist that will be featuring in one of the up-and-coming shows. So I hope you enjoy these guys and get to absorb some of the strength, meaning and wisdom that they have all managed to find from the pursuit of music. And so without further ado, here is my chat with Craig. Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and this week's interview is with Craig Dryden. Now, Craig was one of the first participants to take part in the in-house programme, which started in HMP Elm Lee in 2017. He's a fascinating character and has an awful lot of insight into the importance of the creative process in helping you get through a prison sentence. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Craig. How are you doing today? All right? 
Yeah, man, not too bad. Yeah, man. Believe we're alive and well, healthy, so I can't complain. So, um, why don't you explain to me how you got involved with the in-house lot? How, how did that come about? Um, I was on in-house from the start, from when I first birthed at HMP Elmley. And, um, yeah, I'm just still trying to continue my progression with in-house. Um, the effects can still be seen of how it helped me from then to now in my confidence and in my aims and where I'm going. Could you do one? I don't think so. At the end of the day, it is what it is, though. Then the steps you wanted on your birthday, always indoors. Basically, where it was, the thing came to um, Elmley, and we heard that there was music um, classes, maybe recording, and that's all it was at the time. So we all went down there for the first ever in-house meeting. It wasn't even called in-house then, it was just music at Elmley. And we all had a talk. And then Jude put to the class that was there at the time that we can do something bigger, maybe something on a record label scale. And everyone was like, oh, yeah. We started in a small room that was basically a few feet wide each side with a few instruments for the first few months then started to get the recognition from the officers then went to the bigger room then started to play the gigs to the people from the outside and the growth of it will was gradual over months but it was so much it was so worth it to see at the end of maybe after six months from the first meeting in the class where no one knew what was going on till when we had the name in house the t-shirts we was performing to our families and to record label executives on songs that we had all made together. It was so beneficial to think that something from nothing to what it is then and let alone now, it's a lovely feeling, man. It sounds like you were, you were really proud of what you and the others achieved in that space at that time. Definitely, definitely. Rightly so as well. So you were in Elmley. How long were you in Elmley for? This was in 2017. But I had done 12 years. That's what I'd done altogether. 12 years. But in Elmley, it was like near the end of my time. Yeah, literally the last nine months, I would say. Okay. If in-house was there for the 12 years, then I would have been all right. But no. Nah. <laughs> long time. Because obviously the audience for this, the people listening to this are going to be uh, those guys in prison, right? Some of them are going to be in Elmley. There'll be um, inmates in Elmley listening to this. Uh, what do you... Tell me about the, the contribution that in-house made to your experience trying to get through that, you know, as a prisoner. Well... It was just basically it gave you a it gave me and many others I'd say at the time it gave us the sense of being of um, something that is not just the usual jail course or the usual um, run of the mill stuff. This was actually something from the heart, passion, and long term. So that alone, I think, changed my perspective on 
waking up in prison and what I was going to do. And I think it changed a lot of other people's as well that was also on board. And to be honest, well, it's just a sense of building something and it's music, which everyone on the course had a passion for, if it's instruments, technical side, or as an artist. So we all, and we could channel our mind and other people's could channel their stress or their their inner thoughts to the music. And it was such a big thing. That's why we're not surprised from that first class um, discussion on what we should do with in-house or if we should make it a label to what it is now in different prisons. I'm not surprised because it had a big effect on us from then. So also the key for it is on the outside, it still continues. It's not nothing just for time on the wing. Something that continues after that. You alluded there to the fact that actually, um, you know, perhaps you'd been in for 12 years, which let's face it is quite a long period of time, you know, in anybody's life. And I'm sure that there'll be people listening to this that are doing similar um, sentences, you know, if not longer, or even half of that still a long time, right? And they're probably quite worried about what life they're going to be setting up or or trying to set up when they get out. Do you have any... um, any words of of wisdom from someone that's done that, someone that's been through that transition? Um, yeah, listen, I wish them a good first freedom all as soon as possible. Once that's there, it's all about just having a preparation beforehand, I reckon. And listen, none of us are perfect. Everyone's going to make mistakes, but just having the confidence just knowing the path that you want to go, just having that before you even leave prison, knowing exactly what you want to do, I would say that's the key. And not letting no one, no one at all influence you because at the end of the day, Will, especially anyone, even if you do a day in prison, say someone's done years in prison. Now, you've been had the chance to sit down and think and learn the hardest way. It was unfortunate, but it's still beneficial because you've learned in a hard way that other people, normal law-abiding citizens, they wouldn't have that time to sit down and learn from past mistakes. So all I'm saying, that alone should allow you to be focused more than anyone if used in the right way, like to get on point, to get focused. Prison is unfortunate, but there's a blessing in it if used correctly. So that's just the key, learning how to use the blessings in it and benefit once you get released. No eating, hardly drinking. Yeah, but I'll be smoking these groupies like I'm pimping. Floating, just look how we be sinking. I only walk past him, but look how we be flinching. Please, he could be my Jeffrey and she can be my best. Explicit is what she texts me. Over every action and over there's only press me. Had a good day, but look now they're trying to vex me. Everybody on the outside is in this very strange state of lockdown and it's not at all comparable to prison, but people feel confined in their homes, you know, and they're worried about uh, COVID-19. And I'd imagine that prison's got to be quite a scary place to be, you know, all the rumour mills and all the misinformation and everything. And people also worried about their family, right, and their friends, which they can't get to see. Is there anything um, that you... 
you can offer to those guys that are sat there trying to make sense of what's going on with all of this? Listen, well, man, I, I, I feel it for them, man. Obviously, it, all of us, you know, the one thing with this, well, we can't complain because it's not discriminating on no one. Prisoner, rich, poor, middle class, any nationality, everyone is going through it, just some worse than others. So we can't say, oh, the officers or this, that, or the government. No, it's all around. But I do feel it for them, man. I must be so... Look, well, you've been in there. There's a few guys you must be even be able to think, I wonder... You know the guys that get visit regular every week, their kid or their girl or a wife or whatnot. To go without that, sometimes that's all that keeps someone going, man. So, listen, man, the sooner the better, I reckon, hopefully, man. Yeah. In there would be worse because you're caged up and it's not fair to be going through that kind of thing as it is now. Obviously, I understand people have to do their sentences, but how it is now, it's not, it's not fair on nobody. Out here, it's the same. It's like prison. This is the closest I've felt to being back in prison, but I haven't been arrested for nothing, so it doesn't make sense. But it's still the same kind of feeling. But no, nah, man, listen, I would just say to everyone in there, it's a hard time and can't even have visits yet. That's the worst thing, which which I don't understand. Which I do understand, but that one I can't get my head around. That must be so hard. Yeah. But just keep your head up, man. Listen, the main thing, especially in there going through this, it's about being productive. If you're a musician, whatever, write bars. Because how do you know Corona? You're going to be saying the bars I ripped through Corona is what made me get my deal or made me get my million views. Because that's what's going on out here now. Simple. You've got plenty of time in there. Structure. Think of the master plan. If it's music, management, producing, or it could even be something else. It could be the business you want to set up, the work you want to do. So I would just say get that plan tight throughout this time of isolation and that, that's the best way. And try to keep busy, it's all about keeping yourself, keeping the mind healthy. It's bad and it's not a nice situation, but we'll come out of it stronger and learn from it also, man. Definitely. Lizzie on me, like flies on shit, and I'll be on to Lizzie like a tramp on chips. Fresh out the can on this, walking in hell, then blow the tank on this. No, it's shit and it's making it longer, but time's still bad. So everyone soon get out, man. This, everyone's different. For me, I would say, for most people, music is a way of enjoyment or releasing um, tension or whatever to celebrate some kind of emotion that people enjoy. But certain individuals like myself, music is a passion. So as it's a passion, you get comfort and pleasure from just being involved in it so yeah man I just get the pleasure because it's a passion and like I said it's been a passion from a very young age alright Craig yeah man cheers well man respect bro you take it easy good luck with everything alright well have a good one cheers Craig bye bye trust me it's been a long time long time trust me it's been a long time Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. Hello. Hi, TJ. How are you at? How you doing, man? 
All right? Yeah, I'm fine, fine. My name's yeah. Will Hood, and this week's interview is with TJ, an in-house graduate who first went to jail at the age of 17 and at the age of 30 has served nearly 11 years. I hadn't met TJ before, but he has a huge amount of insight into the creative process and the power of music to change your life. Tell me about this track that we're listening to now. Um, the song's called Family Grandma. Um, when, I, when I wrote it, I was in prison in HMP Elmley in 2017, coming toward the end of my sentence, I think. Basically, I was in the segregation unit. And for anyone that don't know, in a seg, you just have a bed and sometimes a sink and a toilet. And then because I was there for so long, they gave me my pictures in it. They, gave, they said it's a privilege to have your pictures in it, some of your property. And I got some paper. They didn't want to give me a pen. So the um, people that come around and give people like little talkings and whatever, they give you like colouring pencils and crayons and shit. So I had to write the lyrics in crayons and stuff. But basically, I was looking through the pictures, smiling, laughing, and I saw one of me counting money. And I was like very young and I was thinking, oh, that, that, those times was funny. I'm flicking through some old pictures and I'm finding it funny. I come across this one of me when I was counting up money. Honey, you don't want to know about the ish I was doing. That was in 2009 with the flow, I was so fluent. See another at a house party in Fort and Heath. I'm with Tubbs, Mars, and a couple other real Gs. A couple girls I excel was a sigh of relief. As I reminisce my days when I was out in the street, it's in the street will elevate. So explain to me how you met the in house lot. How did they come onto your radar? Um, an officer told me about it because like, cause she knows I'm very interested in music and I've always told her that I want to do music when I come out. So I want to go back to doing music. So she told me about the course, I applied for it. It was, uh, it was productive. I was putting um, a lot of my music like in, in the music rather than just having it on paper. So, so what difference did it make to your psychology of trying to get through serving a sentence in prison? You know, what difference yeah. did it make to your to your day, but also, more importantly, to your mind? Yeah, it, it, it made a big difference, like, uh, a positive impact on my mind, because, like, obviously, every day you're in a cell, um, you're basically doing the same thing, just, I don't know, sitting there, thinking about things, or reading books, watching TV, or working out, or writing. Um, and most of the time I'm writing, I'm writing lyrics, so... I always think, oh, I want to make a song. Like, I don't want to just be writing lyrics. I'm looking at it, it's just lots of bags filled up with paper. So when I'm just, when I'm making a song, it, I feel like I'm doing something. I know when I when I touch road, eventually someone will hear the, uh, the journey that I've been through. You know what I mean? So You mentioned that you'd always done music. Tell me what music you had been involved in before the in-house uh, I was in grime. I used to do grime and stuff, but I never really took it serious when I was doing grime. It was more for fun. Like after school, me and my friends would go to Heat FM, and, uh, and that's where like most of the legends in the game now were, were or have come from. Okay, tell me about Heat FM. It was just a place where everyone would go after school or in summertime or whenever. I used to see a lot of people there, like. Or everyone, everyone that's basically big now. So was he well, FM, was that a pirate? Yeah, yeah, that was a pirate radio. But it's, it's always in different locations and stuff, it was mad. <laughs> so I started going there when I was about 15. Um, 16, yeah, I went jail when I was 17. Is that the same sentence that you started when you were 17? 
No, no, that's that's a whole different sentence. That's when I was young. Okay. So, how much time have you done collectively, TJ, all together? Mm, nearly like eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah, because I'm like thirty. But when I was seventeen, I done、uh, two years, and then I came out on bail, and then I lost the case, and I went back for another year. Couple years. I've been clean for a few years after that. Then, like four years later, I went. Or a couple of years later, I went in jail for like four years. So, what is it that you think that? What were the contributing factors that made you keep going back into prison? It was, I believe,、um, it's a bunch of different things. But I, I believe it was.、Um, it boiled down to my mind state and my environment. The mind state, because where I was, I was in London, and everyone's mind state was, let's rob each other, let's get rich, let's take each other's girls. Like that's 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 that was the mind state when I was living in London.、Um, so this is you in your late teens, early twenties. That that's the kind of life that was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested in. Whether you feel rehabilitated by that, would there have been another way for you to to get your head round, you know, finding a different way to think about it, or, or, or was it just inevitable that you, at that age, were going to be involved with those guys in that way?、Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I might have, I might have been dead actually, or in prison for a longer time, because I was, I was on the streets doing silly things already, so I had to. I had different circle of friends. I'll have friends that does like, like bad things, like robberies and stuff, and then I'll have friends that do music. I just have different circle of friends, so I had to break away from the people that were always in the streets,、um, doing badness, and go and go toward the people that more were doing music because it takes out my anger. So I don't want to do anything bad because I was going through stuff as well in my own life. So I have to get rid of the anger. And that was a way of ex- expression for me, doing music and going radio and all of that. Hey, I pray five times a day so you keep my family well. Ah,、uh, stop killing off my people and sending us to jail. Ah,、uh, this is my life on the page. Told me an hour to write still. Ah,、uh, and I still got another Billy in me to be real. Uh. You're out now. You're involved with the in-house lot.、Um, obviously, there's this whole lockdown, COVID nineteen thing going on,、uh, which has、yeah. put a pause on a lot of activities. But tell me about、uh, what you're getting up to with in-house and what your ambitions are for the future with them.、Um, I'm constantly in contact with Grace. That's like one of the. The original people within in-house,、um, but yeah, she she、um, makes a lot of my beats and that. So she, I'll put an idea toward a, of a song how I want to put it and whatever, and she'll structure the beat and send me a beat. And right now, I'm in the process of writing a lot of songs. Let's say that there's a 15-year-old now that hears one of your tunes. Yeah. What would you want them to get from that? Um. I make a lot of different music, so I've got the. I've if I'm not trying to say I'm on Tupac's level, but I know my lyrics are, are great. So 
I've got a two-pack and a Machiavelli side, so I make I make drill music, and obviously, not a lot of drill music is a lot of positive, a lot of positive things, but but at the same time, I don't always just talk negative. I'm, I talk majority positive, or how I've gone through things or what I've seen, and explain the negative in a positive way. So when a, when a 15-year-old listens to my song, I want them to take in the articulacy of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it, and I want them to know that it's not all about jumping on the, the wagon, if that makes sense, and joining what everyone else is doing to feel protected or respected, if that makes any sense. You need to be a leader and you need to do your thing, your own thing, have your own mind. My music is about togetherness and like getting through, getting through the struggle, do you know what I mean? Do you remember a time when you were younger, when you were, so I guess we're going back to that kind of 15-year-old again, but was there a yeah. moment when music suddenly entered your life and you were like, wow, i got to have myself a piece of that? Like, yeah, like there was artists. Obviously, there's always the American artists that you see. Obviously, for me, to be honest, it's like one of my boys from Tottenham. Like, I heard him on a, on a um, radio station. Before, I, I don't think it was Heat FM. I think it was another one called Bossy FM or something. Um, but one of my friends, um, he's, I'm still in contact with him, and I'm a real person. So one of my brethren is called Scob, innit? Like, Scob and Gizmo, innit? They they are in the, the Afrobeat scene, innit? I love the flow, like the sound of the beat, the, the emphasis of the energy. It was mad. I just loved it. And I was like, yo. And then I would listen to them a few more times, and I was like, I would love to join that team. And I ended up joining them anyway when I, when I saw them at Heat FM. Scrub and Gizmo, they kind of, and sorry, boy, better know. Like JME, I love JME, I'm not going to lie. I'm a Tottenham guy, so I can say this and not look like a fan. The future uh, for TJ and your music. What would be the best outcome over the next few months or years for you? If in-house and us just come together and make some greatness, do more things, more events, reach out to more people and get paid. Okay, it sounds so simple when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, but obviously for me, I'm just going to continue writing, but, I, but now, obviously, I'm going to be releasing music, innit? So what's your what's your situation right now with the whole global lockdown? Are you um are you sharing a living space with somebody or are you on your own or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live I live with my cousin right now, isn't it? Okay. And are you finding this to be a particularly fruitful creative time because you've got less distraction from the outside world or, or how does that work with you? Um what do you mean? Oh, what, the whole lockdown itself? Well, I'm I'm generally interested in this whole relationship between creativity and confinement. And a lot of the guys that I've spoken to have said that the yeah. one thing they had when they were in prison is that they had lots of time. Yeah. And so not only were they able to be creative uh, in a way yeah. that they weren't before, yeah. but they... Um, they needed to be creative in order to get yeah. through that kind of non-space, right? What, what yeah. do you, what do you, 
yeah, yeah, yeah therapeutic yeah. but, but t- tell me what you think about that you know is um what, what is the relationship do you think between creativity and confinement is there one i was i'm not gonna lie i was writing bare lyrics in prison and when i came out here because i wanted it more so i still want it and i still i'm still gonna get it but I, I, when i was in prison it's just a whole different thing is like I watch. I used to watch a program, and I still do sometimes called Dragon Ball Z. In it, I don't you know, know what, what that I, is. No, no, tell me what that is. Uh, basically, it's a it's a Japanese cartoon. It's so much to explain, but there's there's a bunch of race called the Saiyans who go around who are supposed to be destroying the planet, but something happened, and they're trying to save Earth now. They're the protectors of Earth, and there's a place called the Hyperbolical Time Chamber where you go in there, and been a year in there is a day outside of that place if that makes sense okay all they're doing in, in that room is training for a whole year and that's to go and battle someone to, to protect the earth so that's how i feel in it like when i'm in prison i'm in the hyperbolical time chamber and i've got no nothing to do but train my mind and my music and my lyrics what do you really think the difference is between uh someone in prison experiencing in-house and not experiencing in-house the difference is imagine if yoda never had no interest in luke <laughs> that's how it would be you you wouldn't even know that you you're the one that you're the jedi you know? you would just know that oh you like seeing people fight with lightsabers like that's how it is because in prison you know that you like music but you don't know you can take it further or because you feel like you're in a place where no one believes in you you don't even feel like everybody knows where you're at in the world so you feel unsafe and uncomfortable a lot of the times or whatever so when I found in-house someone without in-house someone without in-house you can do your thing but it's like do you have that support you know what I mean that's that's some of someone in the industry so to speak you know what I mean so when me being with in-house is like okay I know I'm a Jedi now I wanna I wanna I'm more motivated to go and ride on the other side that makes sense amazing yeah I love the uh, Jedi uh, Luke never <laughs> meeting Yoda that's really good that's going in man that's great <laughs> Thank you, okay. thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you taking. Okay, cool. Out. Okay, thank you. All um, right, mate. Yeah, nice, nice to speak to you. Yeah, really nice to speak to you as well, and uh, look forward to meeting you properly sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah, take, take care. Yeah, cheers, TJ. Uh, stop Bye. killing off my people and sending us to jail. Uh, this is my life on the page. Told me an hour to write still. <laughs> This is the world of Radio Reverb. Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood and this week's interview is with Harry. Harry is 25 years old and at the time of recording this, he had just been released from prison about three months earlier after serving a sentence in excess of 11 years. Good morning, Harry. Hello, mate. How you doing? Good. I hadn't met Harry before, but as you'll hear, he's committed to sharing his truth and talks eloquently about his love for making the music that helped him get through such a long sentence at such a young age. I also managed to wake him up, so it was good of him to take the call and to humour me whilst we found our rhythm. So, uh, were you doing anything exciting until uh, the small hours of the morning? Well, I was talking on the phone to someone and then, then I started... 
Okay, there's something about that time at night in there when actually inspiration can hit in a way that you don't doesn't happen at lunchtime, let's say, or or in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. When it can be, it can be just different bursts of inspiration at any time. To be fair, for me. Yeah. Okay. For me personally. Well, look, let's. I've been, in, I've, I've been in my cell at all different times. Oh, I thought we were doing off the interview. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, this is it. Oh, 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 this oh, is oh, happening. This is happening right now. I thought you were about to say, let's start. No, no, this is happening. You are, you are being interviewed right now. Be around me, stand under me. If you don't understand me, that's simple. Kitchen with me, bamboos. sentence was after all like the pure thing at 11 okay so when you said you got 11 you didn't serve 11 that was your sentence or or how did that work yeah I served over 11 you served over 11 wow that's a long time man yeah yeah well depends on um, what you're comparing it to but yeah Yeah, I suppose so and and how old are you mate now 25 25 right for someone that had already done uh, quite a bit of time then, by by that point, what difference did uh, having a kind of musical outlet for your day and for your brain, what, what difference did it make? For me, when I, when I first heard about it, actually, I remember now, I was working in the laundry. Okay. And, and, I, and um, I, was, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go in there now, I'm just going to I'm just gonna wrap. And so I walked in there and I remember Spectre saying, oh, well, let's hear what you can do then. So I just took it. And then I said, I said, so who are you? And he goes, oh, I'm the manager. So I went, oh, yeah. So then I, I just started, I just started um, rapping one song um, that I had for uh, acapella. And I just dropped the mic and walked out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what, what tune was that? That was a tune that you had written yourself. Yeah, that was just like, I started writing probably when I got sentenced. Okay, so how old were you when you got sentenced then? 14. 14, right. And so, and that, there was, uh, at that point, that's when you started writing music. Yeah, I did that start. I started then, that was sort of my way of, I suppose, being able to express it. Um, So, I suppose, which is weird because, I mean, before, before I went to prison, I remember like, I always listened to music. I sort of always like wanted to do it, and then obviously when that, when I got sentenced, that was my sort of push push to start. But I've always been fading in and fading out instead writing because trying to get the instrumentals is, is extremely hard. So yeah, and uh, and by that you you mean like beats on out. CDs and that type. Yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 instrumentals. Yeah, so beats and stuff. So it's curious to me that it sounds like and, and correct me if I'm wrong but like you've grown musically during the, your whole sentence experience I mean that that is the story yeah, of your you grow in life as well yeah but I suppose yeah as you grow musically as well yeah so that that tune that you performed can mm. you can you do it for me now can you do it off the top of your head probably what if I remember the photo yeah I'm pride in myself, I've got pride in myself All I ever really wanted was my pride and some wealth Now I'm locked up with guys in the cell Getting stressed out 
I'm a fella sipping Henny, but my boy's getting sessed out. Chilling with some girls, a baby girl, get your breasts out. Now I wake up these four walls, pill screws, it's a mess now. I've been locked up in cages for ages, still working for wages, same prices, newspapers, like fuck all these haters. Get back on the radio, listening to changes, but shit never changes. These politician pedos still driving their ranges, and the newspapers still keeping them nameless and shameless. I mean, it's shameful. I've been living that hard life, it's painful. I seen a look in my mum's eyes, it's painful. But we were brought up in the gutter like the drain from Where I smoke sweet trees, no maple. And it's real old school cable. You can't comprehend, you're unable. I'm surrounded by fools, able. Yeah, I said you know what I mean. I come gel, hit the gym, and I'm just trying to get clean. And people wait to take showers when I'm trying to get clean. And I was always taught never talk and say what you've seen. So I never say what I've seen. Stay silent, Mr. Bean. Chicks, cats, collect the cream. Swag looking so supreme. Know a couple of acting brothers looking for their mate Bean. I'm missing freedom greatly lately. Nothing like Freddy, but I'm wishing I could break free. Knocking on death's door, like, come on then, take me. Forgive me for my sins. I'm a believer. I was young, I made mistakes, but I changed up in fever. All I wanted was a beamer. Now I'm in myself thinking all I really wanted with my freedom. Like, oh man, it's hard, man. I'm scarred, man. But the worst fucking part was a proper mom's heart. I'm trying to make amends, but I don't know whether to start. So forgive me for my sins or forgive me for my part. Yeah. That's great, man. That's uh, that's really that's really full on. Your your storytelling about prison life, right? I mean, that's what I'm getting from that. There's a lot of references to um, to you being in a cage, um, you know, and what have you. And also, rather touchingly, you mentioned your mum more than once. So being so young when you went in. That must have had a, a big effect on you and your family, right? I mean, tell me a little bit yeah, about yeah. that if you if you're all right telling me about that. But what what did well what what did your mum think? I mean, how um, how does that affect a, a family like that? Right, sort of lost it. Like that you've lost sort of baby because yeah, I'm just a kid. Yeah, so, well, I was a kid. So I'm a sort of, uh, child and stuff and. So I don't know, I can, I can imagine, I can't say how she felt because I didn't feel it for her. I felt it, I felt it for, but I can imagine she would have felt um, that part of her was missing, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, I'm older, right? I'm I'm 42 this year. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. we're always kids in our parents' eyes, right? Do you know what of I mean? Of course, yeah. But for me. What, what hurt me the most is I didn't really care. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really care about me having to serve time in prison because I, I, I knew I knew that I could do that. That's fine. But what I couldn't do, all I could do, but what I didn't, what did eat me the most out of everything was the fact that by the time I get out, of, my mum was going to be older. Well, like, it might it might even be to the point where I've only got a few years left. That's how. That's what always ate, ate, ate me when 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 I was thinking about it. Even ever since I was fourteen, fifteen. On the day-to-day reality of you dealing with an eleven-year sentence, what did music mean to you as a as a way to get through that? Like the actual physical time, but also, I suppose, with your brain, like your mental health. Originally, I was in the prison for for children. Right. Before you're old enough to go to juvenile, if you got a long sentence, you sort of go before you're 15, 16. So I was there until about 15, 
um, and I remember I'd be writing and stuff, and then I was just gonna write what I felt. You know, I was just gonna, it was just gonna come out. It, I remember every time I'd write a line, it'd spur me to write the next one, and then once I finished, I'd be happy. And then um, that's that's how I got to write songs. Oh, and then you'd show it to somebody, would you, or you'd tell it to somebody? Yeah, I showed it. To, yeah, I showed it to somebody insecure, you know, the staff, the staff members. I suppose because you were kids, man, so they looked at you differently. Um, you called them by a first name and everything, and most of them were quite cool. And they okay. bring you in like copied CDs and like. So, so I just like say it to them, but not all of it. Sometimes I keep it to myself because I, I didn't really want to show everyone. Yeah, it just had to come out really rather than what was coming out. I wasn't thinking about doing anything with it. I was just thinking it was just something I loved. That was the only thing in my life that I do and that I got good feelings from and that I wanted to carry on doing. That's the only ever thing in my life. Nothing else. There's been nothing else that, that, that's, that I've loved more than that. There's nothing. The tune that you sent me sounds great right the production on that is really um really great tell me about that tune where did that come back that you know i just re- i wrote that recently right? because uh, at the minute everyone's writing these drill, drill tunes yeah and i know most of them i know it's not really good content what they're talking about and what they're saying isn't really positive but what they're doing is positive because it's preventing them doing what they're saying so i thought you know what i'm gonna do one it's called it's gonna be factual but the, the lyrics themselves, no one can deny that some of the lyrics in there, I invite my lyrics, do you know what I mean? Okay, so that yeah. let, let's get into that, right? Because uh, I think that's a really fascinating um, idea and one that means something to me. That idea that the music maker or the songwriter has a responsibility to tell the truth. Dig away at that for me. Explain to me what you mean that you're not lying. Don't get me wrong. Music is creative, and it? it's an art form. Nothing you say is completely true, right? But music generally does come from experience. That is often how you learn how to write. Because uh, when I was growing up, I'd always hear people go, uh, like, not not so much my adults, but when I was inside, they are going to listen to them. That's fake. That's fake. So I was always conscious about writing things that were fake. If you come out, yeah, and you're chatting rubbish from the start. And people will say, oh, no, he's not real, he's not real. That's why sometimes when I was writing, all throughout my sentence when I was writing, and people say this stuff, I don't believe what they're saying. But I always then thought, oh, people ain't going to believe what I'm saying. So I always used to stick to the facts and stuff. But then it limits you, it does limit you. But the thing is with writing, you could like even poetry, you can take a piece of writing that means something to you and means something to a million people but it's not the same mm. for all of you. It's actually all different, in fact, and it's actually all unique. And that's the beauty of art and writing and music. It's the fact that it can you can be so, 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 so different, yet still relate. Yeah, okay. You've put your finger on something there, haven't you? So I, I kind of like this idea that once you've written a song and you've released it, that it doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to all the interpretations that other people put on it. If they, if they depend on what it is, obviously, it's like a sad song or something about love. Everyone, everyone has a different opinion of love and how what love is and and, and how they feel. Do you know what I mean? Like someone, someone might look at you and go, "That ain't love, mate." So I, I, my content is more about um, 
my my life probably a little bit before but more so in jail but in the style of the drill and drill beat yeah yeah so it's it's um biographical again it is the story of your life in jail if you are reporting about what's going on and you're sharing it it's not the same as glamorizing is it i mean i, I what do you think about that that is what that's where it's come from that's how it's all started how can you knock a man or knock a woman for performing something when you've subjected them to them like that life when when you put them in that life the only reason why he's 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 doing what he's done or he's been where he's been is because of the way he's been living and the only reason he's living there and it's like that is because of the way the world is so you can't then go judge him for now speaking about it and say because he's sneaking about it it's glamorizing it like when you look on the news and they start talking about um, terrorism, all, all the crimes that they talk about on the news, will you tell me that they're glamorizing it because they're showing it? Yeah, I think that's a really good well, point. Talking about it. In that case, turn off all the channels. Everything's glamorized. We are being manipulated on a daily basis, yeah, through what we see and hear subconsciously and consciously. But they want to pick and choose what is right and what is wrong. Some uh, people have grown up in their dads, their dads or mums are crackheads. You're not going to understand that from down in Nabi. You're going to understand that from, 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 from the streets. Yeah. And it's clearly not for a middle-class, majority white audience. Um, no, but, but the problem is, as it gets bigger, it now becomes art. You don't have to live that life. You just have to be able to do that music. So, because people, what people don't realise is we grew up in that, we grew up in the streets where we've seen these things and seen these things are just natural, but to them, they only see that shit in films. So for them, that's like, wow, so they become fascinated with it. And that's what they don't want, probably. Yeah. But that's not, that's not our fault. And then you have to ask what music does for people. Music helps people socially. It helped me socially. It helped me understand. It helped me communicate. It helped me. It helped me learn. It helped me express myself. It also helped me to understand me because it, it allowed me to to think and and not just not just music or poetry, everything. So it, it enabled me to think deeply and understand things. So music in itself is so much more powerful than than any content. It's the actual thing about doing it, creating it, thinking about it, thinking the words, words, wording, the, the the meanings for words, definitions, and I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking about writing. I'm talking about all of that stuff here. All of that is what enabled me to be able to communicate and understand socially as well as I can. What's the what's the future for you? What musically but also personally, what what are your hopes and dreams for, for what happens next? For me personally, just take this slow, just earn a bit of dough where I can and um, hopefully my, my real dreams would be to do music, if I'm being honest. But I understand there's so much involved in it. See, the music industry, it's not just about making music and putting it out there. There's so much that involves as well. Um, but ideally, it would be like to, to make music and stuff, and, and, and that'd be my, my sole purpose. But, you know, I won't, won't be more hopes on anything. Man, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, okay, good, sweet. All right, good luck with it all. Take it easy. Bye.
97.2 FM. Radio Reverb. So there you have it for another month. I really hope you enjoyed meeting Craig and TJ and Harry. If you missed any of them or perhaps you stumbled across the programme halfway through, this show does get played on Radio Reverb on the first Sunday of every month at 5pm and then gets repeated again on Monday at 2 and Thursday at 3. You can also find in-house the podcast on all of your normal podcast platforms, so Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. And if you want to find out more about the world's first prison-run record label, then that website address is inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. I'm going to play you out now with three tunes, all of which have been released on in-house records at some point during last year. I'm going to play them all back to back. So the first one is Keith Shellamant with his track The Good Old Days. Keith Shellamant is Dave Rapley, who appeared on a previous episode. Followed by Sea Roots and the track Frequency. And then finally, Just Jono with No More, which I think I may have played here before. But honestly, it's a great tune, so I make no apology for playing it again. So until the next show, I wish you the best possible start to the year. January can be a tough, dark time, so take it easy out there and try and stay inspired and make sure you keep listening to as much great music as possible. We'll talk again sometime in February, uh, so until then, bye for now. Come aboard, sister. Radio Reefo. For ages, I've gone inside on stages. My plate is big, it's how I live. The difference is I'll make it. Draw, draw for all your aces. Bow down and be gracious. Life is there to live in, it is lit if it's not wasted. The pagans' plate is full of hate. See it in their faces. Hatred's not the one for me to be associated. If you're moving booky and you're loosen, you'll be baited. By anyone who comes correct, haters will be slated. Add to everyone, I met as mates. Catching cases, positivity is all we need to be the greatest. It's okay to start afresh and build yourself in stages. Moving on, cause we're the dons, been trapped in cages. They wanna hold us down, we won't be castigated. No bullies welcome on these wings, they'll be adjudicated. But no VR, that's a par, too, too legislative. The only talk they understand is punches to their faces. Sitting in a cell with Jay, listen to the radio play all day, hitting that gym. Lifting weights, stacking bare food up on my plate I don't care what the pagans say They won't ruin my life, no way I'm just doing my time, my way I got through it, I knew it, I wouldn't go crazy Sitting in a cell with Jay Listen to the radio play all day Hitting that gym, lifting weights Stacking bare food up on my plate I don't care what the pagans say They won't ruin my life, no way I'm just doing my time, my way I got through it, I knew it, I wouldn't go crazy Now it's time for me to put them straight back in their places The times I wonder why I Never hesitated Talk is cheap is peak for neeks When I get frustrated I'll expose the weak And I will leave them devastated It's mine for the taking
my mind ain't breaking Energy levels inside have got the ground shaking I'm dead in the devil tonight, trust me I'll break him Knee deep in the greases where I've been wading The ice is thin, till time to stop skating These guys ain't G's and they need to stop faking I see their knees knocking and their hands shaking So I'm not stopping all these plans I've been making When I'm on the out, I'll be about, I'll be breaking Out of every mold and pigeon Hole that I stayed in when, when I hit the road It's all go I'll be caked in The wealth that I have grown In my own soul I will make it Sitting in the cell with Jay Listen to the radio Play all day Hitting that gym Lifting weights Stacking bare food up On my plate I don't care what the pagans say They won't ruin my life No way I'm just doing my time My way I got through it I knew it I wouldn't go crazy Sitting in the cell with Jay Listen to the radio Play all day Hitting that gym Lifting weights Stacking bare food up On my plate I don't don't care what the pagans say, they won't ruin my life, no way. I'm just doing my time, my way. I got through it, I knew it, I wouldn't go crazy. On the roads again East Delaware day Slew them bloodlines Check I'm trying to be the Black James Bond Yeah, with all the gadgets Go, go, get, throw, ever lavish Live life on the edge Never panic Familiar huh. All savage All potential mandatories Better panic Black tap from the whip to the garms to the stick Yeah, better panic Here comes the slew Better panic Hey, it's sea roots Better panic <laughs> And sea oops to do damage Lick bare blocks Move up the cabbage Cut through paper just like a ratchet Catch it and stack it and buy the next packet Aspirations to buy the Maserati With the ass in the country to back it Next up by the supermarket Panic, 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 panic Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic huh. It's sea roots on the track Hey, panic, 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 panic Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic Yo, this is a slew yeah. As my sums grow larger I move past Anything you can do I can do faster I love the doubters on their knees saying monster Whip your backs, you lick her ass, yeah Born a row, eat a different class, up. Get old boy with a dream come to pasture I will bless all the real after my daughter And where were all you fakes when it was darker? Don't let me see your hand out, I'll dark ya And if you took a liberty, I'll scar ya My words cut through the beat and get sharper I'm off the charter, head top barker Back on the street again, climb to the top, Peter Parker Been through L soldiers standing, I'm the last star, yeah I'm the last star, I'm coming back for everything to say ta-ta Panic, 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 panic Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic huh. It's sea roots on the track, Hey, Panic, 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 panic 
Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. Yo, this is a slew them track. Panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. Huh. It's sea roots on the track. Hey, panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. Radio Reverb. Making music night and day. 97.2 FM. She walks through the door, I give her this Now she wants some more, she can't get enough She needs another draw I could be your judge, baby You better fuck, got drunk, fell in love, baby You want a two, you want a five I ain't got time, cause I'm on the grind Tryna get up, baby No way, no more She wanna roll everywhere I go Can't stay, go, go She wanna roll everywhere I go Can't make no time for her so I say no way, no more, more She's a chocolate darling, she don't want another man She wanna be with me, she knows I'm a trap boy Getting money every week, the grand don't stop I only have two hours of sleep ring a ling a ling the money's calling Yeah, she moving like this, ask her where have I been? I'm on the roads, baby, I'm trying to get in I'm on the roads, baby, I'm trying to get in No way, no more she wanna roll everywhere, I go, can't stay, go, go She wanna roll everywhere, I go, can't make no time for her But I don't even have no time for myself So I say no way, no more, more